the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KFAX. Streaming now on iHeart and the Odyssey app. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. Another Monday edition of Lifeline. Glad to have you with us on our program today. It happens to be August 4th, 2021. Right in the midst of an august, wonderful summer day here in California, particularly in the Bay Area, where we so privileged, so privileged to be able to do walks and exercises and get out and enjoy the oxygen that God created for our lungs and for the welfare of our body. And yes, even for our mental state, even for our emotional state, even for the total physiological equilibrium of our bodies, just glad to be able to enjoy breathe air. Went for a nice walk this morning. Hope you did too. Um, was able to get some work done early, early in the morning, and then uh, took a walk, having locked myself out of the house. Um, so I took about an hour and a half walk and enjoyed the weather, enjoyed uh, a little bit of a, a cardiovascular, running a little bit of the hills. Glad to be back at that. And then uh, came home and uh, working through just, you know, what I'm going to do for the week. Many of you guys know who I am, Pastor Jesse Gistan of Grace Bible Church in um in Hayward, and so glad to be alive in these crazy and very, uh, very wicked days. I, I, I know you don't want to argue with me around the wickedness of it. In the uh, English as well as portions of the Hebrew, the, con- con- the concept of wickedness means twisted, distorted, complicated, uh, in contradistinction to the term righteous are uh, upright. The idea of righteous and upright means straight. And if you use the metaphor of uh, uprightness being a, a straight line or a straight path, it means it's simple. It means it's clear. It means it's uninterrupted. It means there's no disruption. There's no complication. There are no variations. There are no deviations. They are, there are no misconceptions. There are no, therefore, uh, existential threats, because you can see where you're going when you're walking the straight and narrow path. But when it comes to wickedness, These are twisted, distorted, very complicated, folded over many times uh, patterns and ways of men and women who uh, depart from that simple path of that which is clear, understandable, uh, and has uh, a long distance purview, if you will. Wickedness is where we are today, and this is why so many people are upset. So many people are fearful. So many people are disturbed. So many people are paralyzed. The psalmist puts it this way, when the wicked rule, when the wicked rule, the people mourn 
we could go deeply into that agony because that's where we are in significant portions of our world. And when the righteous are in authority, are in power, the people rejoice. Now, there is some rejoicing going on. Not a lot is faint, but it's there because the people of God, well, as Daniel 11 said, the people that do know their God will work and will do exploits, notwithstanding all of the torrents of the Antichrist system coming against them to squash their testimony. Look, you and I are recognizing that we are in a place where uh, freedom of speech is not so alive and so well that you can hear all arguments, all sides, all issues in a forum by which everybody can be fully informed. And in, in many ways, you will know this, that uh, error and falsehood, as constructed by a media mogul around censorship and suppression and separation, which is really a medical, military, government complex agenda. You can also say CIA historically, um, is, is where we are under threat. But here you are, and I are, many of you are watching from different, listening from different countries. And if you're online, you are all over the nation. And I'm glad to have you with us as well on this Monday edition of Lifeline. I want to highlight as we prepare to delve into Hitler's latest mandate, I want to highlight four heroes today uh, in this sort of Orwellian world of fabricated fear and, and Marxist destabilization. I want to highlight Mr. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul of Texas. Uh, he has been an absolute mogul of a soldier pressing into these matters of COVID, into these matters of government policy, FDA, CDC, WHO, Fauci, um, you know, Pope Fauci, and then Archbishop Biden, and then fire Trump. We haven't gotten to him yet, but we'll have to get to him because he's part of the triad that goes along with what's happening. But Senator Rand Paul grilled Xavier Becerra, who happens to be one of the henchmen for the uh, health services uh, committee, uh, health services in our nation. I think he's working with Fauci and them around, you know, the mandates. In a committee hearing on Thursday, Senator Rand Paul, you can go online, it's in you, on YouTube, and it's just blasting. Ex he's exposing them for the fallacy of their premise and for the mishandling of the facts and for them absolutely disregarding what's really going on in um, in this, this emergency uh, medical uh, implementation of a, a, a COVID vaccine for virus today. He's really getting at it. And if you were to go watch it, you would you would say, look, he understands that um, if we are going to put all the chips on the table, that 100 million people already have natural immunity and therefore do not need to be vaccinated. He knows that. He pressed Mr. Bakura on this, Xavier Bakura, and Bakura was nothing but evasive, uh, 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 self-conflicting, uh, and basically arguing from almost a Manchurian position of, of just, um, I'm doing what I'm told and this is what we know. And therefore we're, we're telling the American people, because as Mr. Biden puts it, the, um, the safety of the American people is the most important thing. And of course, that's what we want, the safety of the American people. Mr. Senator Rand Paul shreds 
every argument he raises, which tells me, ladies and gentlemen, that Rand is going deeper and deeper into a proper analysis of the history of Fauci, the history of this gene therapy vaccine agenda, the history of what's going on with our government, and it's uh, cahoots with uh, larger institutions, uh, mainly big pharma, but also these kind of this what I call the global health regime, which wants to turn the whole world into an experiment of uh, of, of people uh, being poked by vaccines, which has never ever happened in the world before. And this is why you're worried about it because you know that this is unconstitutional. This is not. Uh, right. This is not freedom. This is not safety. This is absolutely a, uh, a move towards totalitarianism, which is unacceptable. Um, but I love what Rand Paul is doing. And there are a ton of other heroes along with him in the Senate getting at it. Uh, Ron Johnson, Senator Senator McCarthy is the minority minority whip in the House. And then you have Senator Kennedy. And don't let me forget to tell you about all of the governors who have said no to President Biden uh, over the last couple of weeks once he hinted that he was going to tell everyone that you've got to have uh, a vaccine passport to go into restaurants or to work, et cetera, et cetera. This is Orwellian. This is socialism. This is your new Marxist model of governing people through a health regimen for sure. But I want to highlight one other hero as well. I talked about him a couple of weeks ago because he got COVID. His name is Bill Maher. You guys know Bill Maher. Well, Bill Maher was way to the left just a month ago before he met up with the dragon called COVID and realized that the dragon called COVID was just a little peon. That if you dealt with COVID appropriately, you were not going to be in some danger of dying as soon as COVID touched you. And I told you last week what he did when he came up out of his COVID experience. He says the media is peddling fear. Now, can you imagine that? This dude that has the capacity to have millions and millions and millions of listeners on HBO. And he, again, was mocking people until he had our friends Brett and Heather Weinstein on a couple uh, weeks ago. And, you know, they are hyper, hyper cerebral thinkers. And so they're not emotionally given to emotionalism or hype or extremism. So they laid out the facts. And that's what you have to do, but you can only do it with reasonable people, people that are absolutely bent to the left, bent to a pro-vaccine mode. They're not going to hear you uh, unless God wants their ears to be open. And that's what God did with Mr. M uh, Bill Maher. Do you know what he did the other day? He came out of his house knowing that he was going to be confronted with uh, a, a litany of news cameras, and he had in his hand a package of ivermectin ivermectin. Have you ever heard of ivermectin? I wouldn't be surprised if you don't because the whole medical industry, Big Pharma, the CDC, and the FDA tried to squash ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine as ineffective and unproven and therefore unrecommended by most of your ignorant doctors. And therefore, a lot of people died because they did not have the early treatment protocols that many of the good doctors used to save thousands of their own patients here in America and tens of thousands around the world and hundreds of thousands of Afri African Amer Africans today in sub-Saharan Africa who have never really had to suffer 
from uh, from um, from COVID-19 because they were always taking hydroxychloroquine. And apparently there are parts of India uh, that also have completely squelched anything called a COVID pandemic precisely because they had major portions of ivermectin on hand. And the, and the media will not let you know that. You're going to have to really labor and dig to find that data and information. But your good doctors, your good scientists, your good lawyers, like Robert uh, uh, Kennedy Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is doing, uh, and then uh, and then your brave men and women who are willing to tell the truth, such as the one speaking behind the microphone, is letting you know uh, something is up and you know it intuitively. Something is wrong and you see it explicitly and something has changed. This is what you and I must be impaled and compelled to know and be ready to do if we want to recover our freedom here in America. Now, there's a whole bunch more that I want to talk about because Hitler has actually placed a mandate on all schools. And he has asserted by a sort of uh, general policy statement sent out to all the kids. Hitler, in this case, I'm talking about Governor uh, Newsom, has sent out a policy to all of the schools, Christian or not, and said these words. And here's the question I want to raise and go to the break. Now, I know for some of you, this news is thrilling. Some of you parents are thrilled to death that Governor Newsom has now mandated that all the children from K to 12 be vaccinated. And others of you are troubled. Now, I know the people that are troubled. The people I want to know about are the people that are thrilled. I would love for one parent to call me and tell me you are thrilled for your children to be vaccinated by this particular vaccine when there is so much evidence that they don't need it, one, and that there is significant harm to be had if they do. The evidence is everywhere. one 367 one We're going to pay some bills, and then we're going to come back on the Monday edition of Lifeline. You're listening to Jesse Gistan. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back to time 522 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Two lines open, 1-888-367-5329, 19 governors and two attorney generals resist Biden's vaccine mandate. Hallelujah. 19 governors. That means 19 states in this union, ladies and gentlemen, are not touching Biden's mandate because they know it's unconstitutional. They know he really can't do it and they know he can't make them do it. This is the beauty of a constitutional framework that's able to maintain autonomy at the state level. If we were uh, truly a democratic uh, socialist country like China is, uh, we'd be governed from the top and whatever uh, Pope Biden would say, or in this case, Archbishop Biden, because he's actually following Pope Fauci's rules, whatever he would say, we would have to do or fight against it. We'd have no recourse, but we do in every state. Unfortunately, the state of California has a governor who is an absolute invaried or unvaried, if you will, lockstep with this uh, with this agenda. I'd love to talk at length about what they are really trying to do, because uh, you really want to know what the heck is going on in our country. Why are we going down this path? And you're not really sure because the media has done an extremely good job of intimidating you if you even think 
about thinking differently than the stated initiative news organization's uh, intended output. All things COVID must be positive. All things COVID must be positive. And if this isn't Marxist, if this isn't Orwellian, if this isn't uh, Huxley's uh, and, and, and many more philosophers and sociologists who have understood how you intimidate people into being quiet and then gradually move them into thinking what you want them to think. This is a Stockholm syndrome. This is a Pilham uh, uh, CIA operative uh, methodology of, of bringing women, men and women to do things that they don't want to do because they're being forced to do it. But the governors in these 19 states and two attorney generals say no. And I want to highlight who these governors are because they are heroes of the people of their state. They are heroes of the people of their state. And, and ours are weak. I mean, California is a mess. Alabama is the first one. Hallelujah. Alaska, Florida, Idaho, Iowa, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Wyoming. Give them all props because they openly said to their people, you will not be slaves of an agenda that is not only unconstitutional, but it is absolutely unhealthy for anyone to be governed by policies for which, ladies and gentlemen, you may not know this, Nations around the world are divesting themselves and, and extricating themselves from this folly after 18 months of figuring out they're doing the wrong thing with this so-called COVID pandemic. They're doing the wrong thing. The last thing we should be doing is locking down. The last thing we should be doing is destroying our economy. The last thing we should be doing is escalating the uh, suicide rate for our young people to a thousand percent. The last thing we should be doing is creating a, a CIA psyop experimentation on men and women with the kind of fear pressure that has destroyed marriages and destroyed relationships and destroyed churches. They're scattered all over the four winds today. The last thing we should be doing is destroying people's health with an unscientific protocol of keeping a mask on all day. People are sick because of the mask and the children are marginally mentally disturbed because of the masks. And many, many more symptoms have fallen out because of this uh, campaign that they're engaging in that they've been practicing for many, many years, how to control masses of people all around the world by a protocol, lockstep protocol, as I shared with you several months ago, seen vividly in Event 201. Look it up. Event 201 prepared us for all this. And so all of your major agencies, just like a good clone a non-thinking clone would do just are implementing it all around the nation and 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 in parts of world parts of the world but i am absolutely elated that brazil said no and the president of brazil standing up in the un said i am unvaccinated let me let you know you're not going to just you're not going to pummel me into compliance simply because you believe that you have the only answer to this problem when we have purely marked out and seen and obviously recognize that there are many other ways to deal with this particular virus. Uh, Brazil did this. Singapore has bailed out. 
uh, Sweden has bailed out. They have always not complied. And their noncompliance is a clear evidence. They didn't shut down. They didn't social distance. They didn't didn't close their uh, their uh, air, airports to export and import. They didn't do all of the draconian stuff that you and I are doing. And they noticed that they did not have some overall massive, massive escalation in uh, COVID cases. Why? Because a big part of what you and I are dealing with, ladies and gentlemen, is Marxist socialist propaganda. So I'm going to go to the break here in a moment, but I'm going to share this with you. And some of you will already know it. Yuri Vevmanov taught us this in the 80s. The ex-Russian spy taught us this in the 80s. He says, our Russian uh, espionage is not about blowing up bridges and buildings. It's about changing the minds of the American people. It's called ideological subversion. And between 1970 and where we are in 2021, you cannot tell me that the American mindset has not been changed radically, radically. We are demoralized. That is, we have no moral framework to operate out of. Therefore, we have no conviction. We are a bunch of cowards. We are fearful, confused. And after demoralization, it's called destabilization. And we are in the destabilization mode right now. So it starts off with propaganda. It moves to demoralize them. It, it, what Yuri said is it takes about 20 years to change a culture from being uh, upright and noble to being perverse and corrupt, and you do it with rock music, you do it with music that is perverse in nature, you do it with media, you do it with television, you do it with movies, you completely dismantle all of the biblical framework of how men and women should be operating in dignity and character and give society over to massive doses of perversion. You cause a society to be free to commit fornication and adultery and all kind of vile uh, acts of sinful behavior, as is marked out by Romans 1, and your society is unable to defend itself against the uh, bad logic of manipulation that comes down the pipe like a pimp that knows how to take a female and bring her into subjection to use her any kind of way he wants. She knows she's being used. She has no power not to be used because her virtue is gone. And she now is in a state of captive confusion. And that's where the vast majority of Americans are with the handful of people like yourself and myself who are aware that the only way to stop this is to stand up, to speak out, to speak up, to engage and uh, be ready to do what is necessary to restore freedom and order in our country. I'm going to take another break and then we're going to come back a whole lot to talk about. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. You're being deceived. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. And you know it. And we'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, indeed. We are back to Lifeline. And uh, God is our life and his word is our light. And the boldness and confidence we have is walking in the truth. Um, I'm going to raise the question. What parent is thrilled about the mandate that their children from K through 12 be vaccined in order to go to school to go to school? I really want to know. I know that many of you know about this computer generated Orwellian letter that's been sent to all the schools by uh, so-called Governor Newsom 
uh, but it's a, a computer generated letter. It says the same thing everywhere. I figured that out. I and my elder, uh, you know, Sherlock Holmes and uh, uh, working with his uh, his uh, his his uh, compadre, Mr. Watson, have figured this out. This is a computer generated letter that's going to all the schools. So don't blame your principal or the president of the school. It's just something they have to do. Now, here's the other question before I go to the phone lines. First, the question is, I want to hear from a parent who's so happy that the government gets to stick a needle in the arm of their child, K through 12, twice a year for the rest of your life. There are 72 uh, stated vaccines coming down the line to be stabbed into the arm of every American if Joe Biden has his way. The second question I want to raise, and I'm not sure the answer, but I think I am. The reason why these schools would submit so quickly to this Orwellian Marxist socialist mandate would be because, probably, not sure, they get paid to actually submit to this governmental policy. The school board makes money if, in fact, they submit to this policy. Now, somebody confirmed that for me. I know you're listening. I know you're scared. Don't worry about it. Big Brother's not going to come after you. They might come after me. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my email right now. But I'm here to say when people do things that you and I know that are not in the best interest of us, our children or our loved one, and you think they should know better, there's always an evil or perverse incentive behind it. I'd love to know. I'm going to dig that up before our Wednesday class. This Wednesday, we'll have another all things COVID class at Grace Bible Church at 530 p.m., all things COVID, you can come and join us at that time, or you can watch us live stream at grace-bible.com, grace-bible.com. But I'd love you to come and be part of our Q&A audience, because after some very advised videos, we do talk about what's going on, because we've got a lot of concerned citizens that want to know how to deal with these matters. We've been talking about these matters since day one, way before day one, but day one, we've been talking about this uh, this this trap that we knew we were being moved into, and it's going to end up being vaccine passports if we don't uh, quell it early on. And by the way, we will be listening to the ex CEO of Pfizer um, on a video warning us about uh, these vaccine passports being the last stage before absolute and total uh, control by uh, world government over our society. If we just let them do it, he's going to explain eloquently and clearly what's going on. He's been on the inside. He's on the outside now blowing the trumpet, warning people. He's one of the hero whistleblowers, as I've talked to you about. You need them. They, you need people who have been on the inside and come out and say, hey, something is way radically wrong here. Let me go to line number one and talk with Misty in San Francisco, if Misty is there. Misty on this one. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, am I on? You on, but it seems like your phone is. M- no, hold on a sec. I'm here. Just okay. Give me a sec. I'll be right back. Hey, I'm here. What's up? Uh, I'll be right back. Hey, sorry, I was in the store. Um, a lot. <laughs> so I see the topics that you guys are talking on, and I really think it's uh, it's intense what's going on. And the problem is, is in California, we are just infiltrated with the left. I mean, the devil is just raging here. 
And when you brought up Bill Maher, I thought that was just absolutely kind of beautiful. I want to tell yep. you. Yep, yep. The Lord petitioned petitioned me to pray for him about, oh, maybe 25 years ago for his salvation. Okay. And so, you know, maybe if some people could press in for that, because he is very, was very uh, anti-Christ. I know. And um, he's just kind of one of these people that is endearing. There's just something endearing about him, and I pray that he comes to the cross. Wouldn't that be interesting? No, I think he. I, I think some movement is taking place, Misty. Uh, for real, I don't. You know, I, I. I thought you know I was like you many years ago. He was like the devil incarnate, but I've been watching him move in the right direction for years now. And and again, just recently, over the last six months, he's been listening to good thinking people. And lo and behold, here he is now standing up and telling the media, "You're fear mongering and you're wrong." And this is. This is bizarre, but that's how God works. Well, you know, no, the devil incarnate, what I'm talking about is our society and is California and is uh, the people. I mean, when I'm out there ministering to people, I mean, there's just every other ideology and just hatred, 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 hatred for uh, Jesus or Jesus freaks or anything. I mean, it's just like being in the desert. True. And it's just, you know, it gets really old and tiring because you're like, oh, hey, I could move somewhere else. But the yep. thing is, is there's just a new set of evil in every spot that you're going to go to. You know what I mean? And, Actually, um, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. I don't, you know, I'm talking to a lot of people that are leaving and they're finding better places. I, I don't want to discourage that. Some of us are mandated to be here. That, okay. Maybe you exactly. are, but not everybody. And some, some people need to go as forerunners to other areas where there may be more room to rest more room. This is what forerunners of the Bible oh, gives you. I wish. I mean, I wish. I mean, the only thing, the only reason that I don't want to move, uh, well, there's a lot of few reasons that I can't, but further away is the, the community, there's, they're just, the, the down-home places are, are really infiltrated with hunting. Right. And, you know, nature is my peace. And so uh, that's just something I can't live in that. But, you know, there's some beautiful True. places with wide open skies and mountains and trees and all that beauty, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's you know, why I love the, California, the saddest too. Thing, the saddest thing that I see right now is just the delusion, you know. I'm still, uh, I still advocate for math. I still think that that's important wherever I go because it doesn't bother me. Um, I wear one of those that you get that's fairly easy to breathe in. And I just think it's a respect factor. But, you know, I think that this mark of the beast is coming down the pike. And the atheistic beliefs are just so extreme. I just really wish that God would just pour his favor down on this gnarly region and something could shift, you know? I do. I do. And and it sounds like you're still fighting, but it also sounds like... um... There's a little loss of hope, and I'm hearing that everywhere. And I'm not. I'm not. I, I. 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 We have to maintain optimistic contingency. We have to believe that God will and will can and will do something that we're not quite seeing. So while we're not seeing it, we got to keep doing what we're doing because what we're doing is based on freedom and is based on righteousness. And those two are essential for everybody's salvation. So we can't stop doing what we're doing. And we got to keep believing that God will intervene 
even in the darkest hour. And that's the reason why soldiers fight, because we believe that God will intervene. Right. Yeah. Keep I mean, going. it's, uh, I mean, Keep. it's just so arduous, you know, cause it's been so long. It's been so many decades of it that it's I'm true. just like, okay, Lord, I mean, right now we have the fall mixed with the, with the heat. So we're getting that new breath of fall air coming in, which is why I have some relief. Yeah. But, um, you know, fall and winter is just a beautiful season and everything like that. And the holidays bring hope, wanting to have cars and to have love and to have care and to have companionship and this and that. I wanted to whisper one thing in your ear, brother, pastor. Uh, if you can have some of your uh, events that you have, your women's retreats, your things that you have, have them in the afternoon at 2 o'clock or something like that. Cause they're only That's very possible. That's very possible. You know, and that was because okay. people are driving from far. The roads are crazy. Some of us are sick and ill. I mean, there's no way in the world that I can even be anywhere at 2. But I no, can't I be anywhere it. at 10. So no, I got if, uh, you. you know, if it's four hours later, you know, there is a possibility that twice a year that something like that can happen. And we want to reach the loss, and we want to reach people that can't, that aren't going anyway. So we've got to shift I, things. I, no, no, I got you. I, I like that. I'm going to talk to my female uh, counterparts about that. That's very, very, very possible. Stay stay in the fight. Keep, keep, keep the fight up. I've got to take a hard break. We'll okay. be right back. Blessings. And now back to Lifeline. <laughs> we are back on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Barney Miller, man, that was, you were a little kid. No, oh no, I was actually a teenager at that time, Barney Miller. Man, that was, I had to get that groove back in any event. That that took me way back, Matthew, way, way back. Let's go to line number two and talk with Dan from Sonoma. Dan, are you there? The, uh, the public schools were doing a poor job, so uh, we could force them to meet virtually or just close them down. Boycott Gavin Newsom. Uh, I, I don't see that we're... Gavin Newsom has legally constituted authority. It will be more effective than the recall to just boycott the man. I agree with you. I agree with you on all points. And um, Dan, I believe that those kind of emergent expressions will be occurring in the next several weeks and several months. And the reason why is that this is all part of a top-down pressure to create a reaction in order to start a kind of civil war anyway, because of the goal being a reset, as you and I have talked about very many months ago. I remember when we first started dealing with the BLM Soros leftist Marxist generated riots during the uh, Trump uh, re-election prior to the re-election. And what I said to people was, are we looking at a revolution or are we looking at a revival? And at that time, I said, we are looking at a revolution. And, and, and Dan, we are still in that revolution. People don't realize that we are simply in a third phase of that revolution. The first one was political destabilization and absolute uh, destruction of anything Trump. And this is why the media came in and completely censored him, suppressed him, and separated him from the conversation. So Trump is not a, a dialogue anymore. The next move was the COVID move that created the separation of peoples and uh, instituted massive psychosis through fear. And now that has worked marvelously because it has divided the nation 60-40 and people don't know what to do. And now they are waiting for the pushback as you're having in Europe and in France and in other places 
they're expecting that here too. So please understand that Newsom and the rest of these uh, uh, socialist cronies are very clear on the uh, the impl 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 implications of their policies uh, leading to uh, free people standing up and exercising all the measures of their rights right up to protesting. So your ideas are completely within the pale. They are logical. They are rational. And, uh, and, and, and they are right in terms of we cannot just sit here and then look up and then one day everything is a complete police surveillance state and everybody's just walking around in fear because uh, the power now is in the hands of the global health uh, regime, uh, you know, ir irretrievably now. So I actually appreciate your uh, quip on that. Do you, do you have anything else you might want to contribute to the conversation? The Constitution spells out the power to us citizens, of us citizens, and if we don't want to use it, we're being negligent. You know, this is a citizenry of the United States. I was kept wondering when I was in high school when the citizens were going to get mad enough to do something, and I saw all kinds of things happen that nobody really did anything about. And if the citizens are going to get that soft and give up the Republican, well, I guess you deserve to not have a republic if you don't care to keep it. Work to keep the republic. If you don't want it, tell us. Make it. Well, well, that is not that simple. I'm going to share with you, and I think you will know this immediately. I was I talked to people about this particular measure that you are anticipating that we are in because we are. I talk about this one a lot, Dan, and uh, I was talking about this with one of our young men who is a Christian apologist, high school student, and wanting to debate the uh, virtues of the Constitution over against uh, uh, collectivism. Um, we were just talking about it yesterday. Where we are is we are in a place where those measures that the Constitution required to make sure that we did not lose our republic um, have been, uh, they have been abrogated way long ago. The fact of the matter is, in terms of those measures working, protesting, boycotting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They should be done, but understand that they are simply going to be part of a next level of, uh, of conflict that escalates because um, we've given way too much power to the state for decades now, way before you and I were born. And, and because of it, the kind of citizens that we have produced are weak citizens when it comes to the Constitution. I don't know many people at all over the 60 years that I've been alive, Dan, that could articulately and um, passionately and uh, with integrity uh, demonstrate to me how much they understand the benefit of being a constitutional uh, citizen with uh, an understanding of a republic representative republic framework. I don't meet many. And what that means is just like false Christians and false churches, they have good doctrines in their creedal statements, but they don't live near to them and they don't express them in terms of the spirit and life of those doctrines. They are fundamentally, like Jesus said, dead churches. And we have citizens that way who have for a long time been easy prey by the postmodern, uh, you guys know we were talking about it, Beverly Crenshaw, Derek 
Bell and many others about some of this ridiculous critical race theory um, uh, foolishness that's dominating our school systems and have already infiltrated our colleges, universities, and are trying to take over our jobs. We're way... We're way infiltrated by the ideological subversion of the Russian system. We're we're by so. Way, de- did you ever look at that Michelle Alexander book? You told me a few months ago you were going to try to look at what she wrote, and it is it online? So sneaky. The, she puts a, across her point in sneaky way by not stating the obvious, and by loading the discussion ahead of time, so you cannot. Engage with what she wrote. Now, now, Michelle, what's her last name? Alexander. Right now, is she is is she still writing? She wrote the new Jim Crow. That was the most recent one I looked at, but I don't know what she's written since the new okay, Jim Crow. Okay, so, so so well, well, are, are you are you are you disrecommending her? Well, along with the people that you just mentioned, I, I my friends want to engage with it. There, I have a friend who says that uh, Cornell West is very engaging when you talk to him. I don't know if I would say don't. If they're willing to engage, then talk to them. But uh, the way I understand it, they will not have a debate. Well, so. well, Cornell will. Cornell will. He will, and he's halfway in between. Um, your um, ideolo- ideological socialist uh, and your uh, your your Marxist critical race theorist. Um, he's halfway between those camps. They 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 try to kill him because uh, a true socialist will kill you if you if you deviate any uh, any wit. And this is what's going on with Bill Maher. But to debate them. They don't want to debate because they have bought into the postmodern uh, framework of, of Crenshaw and Bell, and that is Foucault uh, and, uh, and, and, and Derrida's idea that, that, that um, words are all about power. And when you can exercise the power, you can shape the narrative. And if you can shape the narrative, you can create the reality. And this is the new age, post-new age uh, movement ideology that's governing uh, President Biden is governing all the leftists, is governing uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. He has always been part of this devolutionary uh, manifestation that's been going on in our country, and particularly here in California, all the way back to the time when we were fighting abortion. And then we started dealing with homosexuality and, and same-sex marriage and, and now critical race theory. All of these are escalating trends of a postmodern framework of an ideology that destroys a biblical worldview. You know that. But what they want to do now is just simply implement power. They don't want to debate. They don't want to be rational, logical, coherent, and scientific about history or the real facts of what's on the ground because they will wear you out, as you are already stating with this lady, with the uh, misrepresentation of facts because it will be foisted over with a uh, critical race theory uh, paradigm and framework. Everything will be interpreted through that grill, grid, and you will just get tired of hearing the same old thing, oppressor, oppressed, oppressor, oppressed, when in fact what we know is going on right now is that they are the oppressors and the common people are becoming the oppressed and what's being uh, fearfully made known to every uh, quivering heart 
is that the people who had advocated that stuff two, three years ago with Black Lives Matter and the social justice movement and critical race theory, yeah, 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 let's knock the white man down and pick the black man up. Well, they're all gone now. They're all gone like 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 roaches. They've disappeared. Why? Because the true face of socialism is showing itself in terms of power. Now, if they should reach that level of power, uh, Dan, uh, they're not going to be kind to black folks. They're not going to be kind to white folks. They're not going to be kind to Latinos. Because this won't even be about ethnicity. I've told us this before. You heard me when I was dealing with the left-right narrative in January of 2020. You heard me say explicitly, this is about a post-humanist era. We are moving into a post-humanist era. And this is why I am worried about poking people. Because the, the highest level of invasion besides your heart and conversion by the gospel is when a system can demand that they poke you with a needle. And whatever those contents are in that needle, you can argue and debate about all day long. One thing a blind person like Stevie Wonder can say is that if they poke you with it, they've got you. It doesn't matter what you think is in that vial. They've got you if they poke you. And if you can poke the whole world, we already know what what medicines and what psychotropes and what all kind of stuff can do to any human being once they get poked. This is what Miss Simone Go was saying about the sovereignty of the body. That's your choice. You don't you can't just give that up because you need to have a job or because you fear somebody. Once you get poked. That's it, man. That's that's it. Once you get poked and you allow them to poke you. They know they got you. That this is what's going on. This is way bigger. This is way bigger, Dan, than um, just the issue of uh, of debating ideological constructs. I wish it were. We I think we're past that time. I'm praying that the Lord would wake people up, and and I really do mean that because um, debates are are passe at this point. We are way into the Stockholm syndrome. Thank you for the call. Got to take a hard break. Come back. I'll take I've got two lines open if you guys want to join me. 188-367-5329. 188-367-5329. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 